0: Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Welcome back to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast. I'm Ken, here with Rory. And in this episode, we're going to break down when to place a trade or investment. Rory, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. How are you, keeping? How's trading? I'm very well. Can't complain. Trading's going well. Things are making sense, which is lovely. Um, Everything's making sense fundamentally for the dollar. Obviously, what I'm trading is all dollar related. The dollar's just in a lovely, lovely trend to the upside at the moment. Every time we're seeing those pullbacks, those pullbacks, the dips are being bought aggressively um, and we're, we're shooting to the north. So I've been enjoying euro, euro dollar's been really clean at the moment heading to the downside. We had quite an a, a li- extensive period of, of consolidation, and now we've sort of broken out to the downside, heading towards that parity area again. So I've yeah. just been enjoying some nice shorts. Um, I'm getting paid at the moment sometimes. You know, I'm not paid. So, it's always nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm go- it's going strong. What about you? Yeah, things haven't been going too bad. Got off
1: to a really good start this year. Um, just at the moment, getting a bit short-squeezed in the market. Um, I'm quite short, and obviously the market's gapping up every day. Just keep pushing higher. Q2 earnings are coming out and, you know, they're just blowing through expectations. I don't believe in it, so I'm still remaining short. They're, they're, they're strong at the moment. The yeah, Q2 earnings are real strong mm. at the moment and I don't believe it's going to continue. So I'm still saying short. You know, I've had to throw a few more hedges in there, structure the portfolio a wee bit different, structure the options differently and, you know, adjust the risk accordingly. So wh- when you say you're short, what are you short at the moment? So I'm short quite a few companies at the moment. Mm. Uh, I was short... I was actually very, very heavy short on the US home builders. Right. Uh, sort of industry. I was really short in it. I believe I got it right, but the timing was completely off. Mm. You know, I took a huge hit on that. And I mean, it's just a lesson that you learn. Definitely. You know, and we're going to cover it soon, talking about timing. Timing, exactly. And yes. You know, my time was just off. You know, on that occasion. Every, everything looked right in terms of technicals, everything looked
0: right in terms of fundamentals. Mm-hmm. But I guess you know, the market wasn't ready for it. That's it. Well, that's it. Timing's a big f- thing in, in this game, buddy. Yep. All right, so let, let's go through. Let's uh, first, first thing in my head, okay, with regards to when you should look at placing a trade. Everyone should have a trading plan. Yep. What does that look like for you? For, obviously for you, everyone's different, but for you personally, yep. what, what are we looking at? For me, mine's quite cutthroat. It's quite clean. Mm. Uh, it starts off
1: on like an Excel spreadsheet. One page will have a macro view of the world. So I'll have what the macro conditions are like in the US, China, Europe and the UK, mm-hmm. and maybe then into sort of emerging markets like India, Brazil, and places like that. Okay. Australia. So taking that, then I go into looking at leading indicators. I then move into doing, like, sector and industry views, mm-hmm. and then I go into my stock views. So once okay. I get all that together and have an actual trade idea put together, then it's about timing it. Okay. So it's about looking at the chart, doing a bit of research and seeing, you know, where could the entries be here? What's realistic? And taking the realistic away from
0: maybe, you know, so you are performing technical analysis as well on the chart? Yeah, every, mm. there's
1: a, there's always a form of technical analysis involved. In is there a particular style of yours? Mine is basically more, whenever, more breakouts. Okay, yeah. You know, if we're at a Anticipating level, breakout yeah, or waiting for the breakout? Waiting for the breakout. I'm always waiting for the confirmation. Mm. You know, anticipating something can be quite... It can be very good. You can get mm-hmm. very good payoffs, but it can also be quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I think when I said I was short the home builders thing, I was anticipating... A huge move this quarter
0: and I was wrong. Mm. I should have waited until earnings came out. Earnings came out, they were good mm. and that's probably what I, I think, should have. I think you had a moment. You um you uh, you know the big short. You that you're playing a big short, uh, weren't you? I, I, I was playing a big short. <laughs> yeah. That was me, yeah. I was sitting there on the trunk at home, so it was, that was me. <laughs> yeah, so well for me, similar to you, I'm looking at global macros, breaking everything down, um, because I always think it's key that traders, please, please stop, stop overlooking fundamentals. Um, It's nice to see now, actually, when I first started pushing out content to people, people were not looking at fundamentals. They're just paying attention to the charts. All i see seen, charts, charts, charts. What about the fundamentals behind the asset you're trading? Yeah. You know, that is what's driving what you're trading, dude yeah. um, or lady. Um, so I'm, I'm looking, I'm digesting all that, um, making sure then when I go to the charts that these are going hand in hand. I need to see those aligning. Otherwise, I'm not trading. Okay. Um, so then I'm drawing up my major zones, got my major zones on the charts. For me, I'm looking for, how the price responds in these certain zones. I'm I'm always anticipating, uh, for when I'm trading, I'm anticipating breakout, So I like consolidations um, in these zones, looking for these um, potential uh, pennants, flags, wedges, um, and then anticipating a breakout to the upside into my next zone. I have soft TPs, as we discussed before. Uh, I like to see how the prices respond firstly to these incoming zones, and then I'll make my decision uh, from there. Um, so, yeah, that that's sort of the general gist yeah. of, of nuts and bolts of my trading plan. And it's even about, you know, predicting and, you know, bringing in the catalysts
1: into play. You know, you have to The what? Have the Sorry? catalysts. You know, the yes. economic events that are coming out. You know, you can't just take random trade and say it looks good. You have to plan these things in advance. Mm, exactly. You are be sitting on the Sunday evening knowing
0: what's coming out, what might be tradable this week and what definitely isn't tradable. Great. But let me say something to you, buddy. Now, we can have all that, but there's times when um, we there's things that we can't account for that yeah. just happen. Yeah, you know, black swan events out there that happen oh, and nobody can predict them. I'll tell you the biggest one for me it still sticks to me at this day. I was I was in Bali, um, in March, yeah. um, so it's March and the pandemic hadn't fully fully hit the markets yet. Yeah. Okay, we started seeing signs of in in. Equities and oil, like I think January, February, there was like edging lower when the shit was happening, yeah, China happening in China, down, China, oil demand exactly. But it still wasn't full blown. Yeah. Uh, but then it hit like a serious wave. Um, I remember I was just I was in a position actually in, in in cable GP dollar, and just these massive flows started happening in dollar like out of nowhere, and I I'm telling you it d- spiked like two hundred pips to the downside, and I I just I I wasn't even paying attention. Uh, and then I remember looking at my phone, it's like, "Whoa, I'm 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 in a hundred pips here. Is a hundred pips because it retraced a little bit." I was like, "Pat, let me close this out," yeah. you know. And it was, uh, yeah, that. So my point is, you can't always account for these things. Like yeah. things like that happen. That yeah. one's obviously a big one, but yeah, you know. And they're, and they're always going
1: to happen, you know. And probably good advice to give retail <laughs> traders would be don't, don't try and predict these black swan events. Don't be using that as an excuse to say, "I think something doesn't look right. I'm going to wait." If they hit you, they hit you. It's just one of those things. Yeah, you've got to take it on yeah, the chin. You've got to take it on the chin. Sometimes it'll work out in your favour. Mm. Um, A huge one that worked out in my favour, actually, at the end of last year was mm. huge. So I was still trading a bit of commodities. I was trading oil. And it was coming up to the end of November, I decided, right, I'm going to take a long call here on oil. So I was long, am I trying to remember what it was? It was the 85 call on oil I was long. So anything above $85, I starting to make profit. Yeah. It was coming into the middle of start of middle of January, start of February. And I was like, oh, oil's not really doing too much here. I might just close it out. Decided to leave it. Went and holidays to Vegas. Went around New York. Nice. Holiday uh, to Vegas. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. And literally, as we were getting on the plane, the news was announced that Russia had invaded Ukraine. So oil just oh, right. went
0: through the roof. Went through the roof. And
1: my profits just soared. Nice. You know? And it's one of those things that can work in your favor. Yeah. And as you say about COVID, some people were probably long a lot of equities going into COVID mm. and it just wiped them out. Yeah. So it can work in your favor sometimes and sometimes it won't. Yeah, so definitely.
0: Definitely. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice, at Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Bloody hell. I mean it's a sensitive one that as well when, you know, like when certain things are happening, like you just said there with Russia and Ukraine, I actually remember making a decent amount of money there as well with gold, like a decent amount, but it's like it's blood money in a sense, you know, it's, it's a bit of a sensitive one, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, some some people don't like the idea of making money. No, I
1: know, but
0: but I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's your job to make money, that's what you have to do. I know. That's it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. (sighs) So what was it like trading from Bali then? Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, bro. It was so zen. Like my trading went through the roof just because I was so at peace. Yeah. Like Bali, so peaceful. Um, have you ever been? No, never been. Yeah, never been the people there are, are amazing. The food, the produce is good. Like great fruit, like juicy mangoes yeah. and watermelon, and just you know in a nice v- open villa you know everything's open the only thing was it, during the day it's beautiful yeah. but the, at nighttime, it's actually pretty um scary because you get all sorts coming in like bats flying around oh, yeah, yeah. big huge frogs coming in they just disturb your zen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but apart from that um it's blessed it's blessed like yeah. it's 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 a great place to be yeah. and to trade um and so you
1: yeah be in there then sticking to your trading plan was obviously a good thing because you can get lost very quickly. You can get, you get very get lost. Well, this is where
0: discipline comes into play, yeah. you know. had you, a trading plan too. Exactly. You know, when I was in Vegas and New York,
1: I still had the trading plan. Mm. I still knew what I was taking that week. I might be in holidays, yeah. but I still had orders in the market. That's I was it. checking in every day just to make sure everything was all right. Yeah. But at the same time, enjoying your What, was, what was that like? Trading beer in Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> You know something I, I did say to myself, because I've learned a few lessons, about, as we've spoke about before, trading with a few drinks in you, so when you're in Vegas, you do have to be careful. So <laughs> it was more right. About, it was more about setting orders. So I had a few orders set, uh, they all got executed, and that was fine. I just let them work away. Yeah. You know, that's, I, I didn't go in and
0: try and you know, self-manipulate anything. I good. I just went in, left them to it. Good. Yeah. So what else are we looking at when, before we pull the trigger? We've gone over our trading plan. Yep. We've, we psychology obviously that's a big thing as well. Make sure you check yourself before you wreck yourself, yep. <laughs> before you wreck your account. Um, obviously fundamentals are a big thing. Is there anything else that you're looking at before you are pulling that trigger? Yeah, it's just this trade, this trade structure. You know, making sure yeah. you have the risk to reward is in your favor. You know,
1: you don't want to be taking a trade that you're putting hundred dollars on to make fifty. You know, you're risking two hundred dollars
0: to make two hundred dollars back. Mm-hmm. You know, you always want at least a three to one risk to reward. Do you know what? You know, I agree with you in some aspects, but some traders may have a higher uh, percentage uh, you know, profitability Um, that, you know, they may have, you know, 70% win rate. So maybe that three to one risk reward doesn't, doesn't make total sense to them. You know,
1: exactly. Everybody's different. Everybody's going to have, you know, different hours. Yeah. So for me
0: personally, I am looking for at least two to one, you know, um, when I'm, when I'm trading. So
1: yeah, I'm always three to one. Okay. But I'm sort of that slightly longer time frame, So I can kind of adapt to that, you know, Mm. Well, I, w- I would say to people <laughs> Sorry mate Go yeah,
0: carry on I, I just would, had a moment so i I would always
1: say to people Maybe starting out To try and look at maybe The 3 to 1s mm-hmm. You know Because you're You're not going to
0: have A huge R score No you're not going to have a 70% Win the you know, at, at, at from the, the get go, yeah. I mean, allow allow time. Obviously, yeah, I, I agree with you on that front, and allow time to build some data for yourself. Get to understand, um, you know, over the next sort of six, twelve months, and then you can look back at your data, see what your your percentage like, and then tra- what you're bad at. Exactly, the and then tra- when I was a retail trader, was trading the DAX. Right. It
1: was the um, whatever I logged on to the broker account. It was the worst performing asset
0: I traded. Was DAX. Why? 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 What, what do you think it was?
1: I loved. It. I just loved
0: trading. You them. trade the indices as a whole, yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I
1: just loved trading.
0: Had nice moves. I know the DAX. Does DAX still today has some really nice moves. Yeah, I, I love trading it. I think yeah. it's, it's always really clean, and it's, it, I think it's a great asset.
1: Mm. You know, as a friend of mine always says, DAX pays the bills. <laughs> and he's right. DAX you know,
0: pays the bills. Yeah. <laughs> love and that.
1: Great. You know, anytime we go out for a round of golf or anything, he's like sponsored sponsored by DAX. <laughs> you know I mean? I love that. It, it's great. Oh, brilliant. Know. So, uh, who
0: brought you into what, what? sort of opened your eyes? Traded DAX at a time. It was actually a friend of mine. He was trading.
1: He's like, you know, hey, you should check it out. And it was one of those things that I did trade quite technically. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a technical trader. So mm-hmm. for me to trade technical was kind of against everything I believe in. Yeah, but I traded uh, quite technical. Made a bit of money in it, but overall lost. So right. it just it wasn't for me. I never got the gist of it. Oh, at I least just wasn't there. Well, at least you, you established
0: that, that yeah. it wasn't for you. And
1: it's good that you establish it. Walk away from quickly,
0: it. quickly nip it in the bud. Yeah, and then also actually something that just come to my mind is having multiple reasons to take a trade. You want, ideally, look, at the end of the day, you want as many reasons as possible before you take that trade. You know, for me, I am so, like, I'm risk averse. You know, I need multiple reasons to make me feel 100% confident because I'm risking, you're risking your money at the end of the day. You know, you don't want no half-assed uh, trade, uh, trade idea. Exactly. You want as many reasons as possible yep. um, before you executing. So, like, as, for me, obviously, as I explained in my trade plan, there's multiple things that I'm looking at for. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the fundamentals to make sure they align. I'm keeping an eye out for how my price is, uh, you know, how the price responds to certain zones. And then I'm looking for those consolidated patch, pa- patterns. And then amongst other things as well, yep. you know, general market sentiment, you know, I just need multiple reasons. Yeah, you know. E- so exactly. And you have to know even the data coming out as well, you know. If you know that there's something coming out on
1: a fr- friday you have to know well this might be the end of the road if this comes out negative is it going to hurt my you know is it going to hurt mm. my trade
0: what's your view um let's quickly just cover on this what's your view on um having a trade ahead of market event
1: i think it's a it's a good thing and a bad thing i mean if you can predict the event go ahead but i'd like to meet the person that can predict what's going to be said that isn't involved mm. in that event if you're on a longer term position you know, if you're maybe doing what I do, portfolio management, or you're FX per and you're going you know, two to three week time horizon even longer, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. As long as you know how this event could treat your trade, yes. that's fine. If you're trading with the trend, say, for example, now you're going short Euro and you're looking to bring it all the way down to maybe you know 95 and the ECB come out and say they're not hiking rates anymore, that's fine. You can stay in that trade. Mm-hmm. If the ECB come out and say they are hiking rates, you can still turn around and say, well there's still a reason to be in this trade mm-hmm. because you're doing it over the longer time horizon. But if you're going into the shorter time horizons, there is going to be the volatility in there and it's going to start to get you. Exactly, so agreed. I uh, think trading before an event like that it depends on your time horizon. Yeah, agree. Short terms, probably not the best idea.
0: True, I agree with you. because Yeah, we know the volatility and even as we said before when we had our personal discussions, whether you have a stop or not, the broker may not necessarily feel you, um, and it's a it's a big risk, you know. As I, I've I've learned, you know, yeah, being right. caught hundred pips t- against me, my account just kept running. You're looking at it and you're thinking, "You mother beeps, yeah, close my position." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know? you know, just
1: a few weeks ago, I had a bit of a technical error like that too. Yeah, you know, so I had uh, three options tra- three options trades on. Mm-hmm. It was a ladder, and instead of hitting by by the close, I actually hit uh clicked sell to open. Oh. So I had fifteen contracts on. Oh. And what i done was went in and got me another fifteen. Oh. I thought nothing of it. I thought that's fine. Trade's closed. I logged back on about an hour later just to check everything was okay and I was like, that trade hasn't closed. Done the same performance again. Yeah. And now we're up at 45 contracts. Done the exact same thing again. And then from there I just had to cut everything. and the problem with this was was actually trading from a mobile oh yes yes bro I've done it before and And that's where it got it was the first time I ever done it on my phone I noted the app thought let's try it and that's where it got me and it really paid back
0: God, yeah, yep. fat fingers as well. You know, but that's what you when you trade on a mobiles. You know, the fat finger. Yep. I mean, it can happen on the terminal as well. You know, just one too many zeros, or you've pressed the wrong digit. Yep. I, I've been there, and uh, I've paid paid the lesson yep. for it. You and know,
1: f- if you know you're wrong, get out of it immediately.
0: Don't, Straight away, don't even bother. No, just, then you're at the mer- serious mercy to the markets, yep. and you yeah you no. Even, don't. Even it if, brings back chills to me because I've been there. <laughs> the
1: world says markets are going down in f- five minutes. Don't, no, no, no. Don't. Get
0: out. Don't. Agreed. All right. Well, I hope that brought a lot of value to, to you guys in terms of when to look at placing a trade um, or investment. Please do not hesitate to get in touch with us via the Two Blokes train app. Myself, Ken, and Rory. Send us your questions as well. Um, good, good, good podcast, Rory. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Ken. Cheers.